Good morning and welcome to the South Suburban Vineyard Church. My name is Shannon. We are so glad that you are joining us this morning. I also want to say Happy Thanksgiving. Although I feel like the day after Thanksgiving, we quickly shift to a focus on Christmas. And so I don't know about you, but one thing that has been showing up on my doorstep more recently and with more regularity is Amazon boxes. Now, I love Amazon. Now, maybe you don't love Amazon. Maybe you think Amazon is the man. And so let me assure you right now that I still shop local and you should too. But I find Amazon to be really convenient and great for certain things. I, I love also that Amazon boxes seem to show up on your doorstep right away. Like you could order something at like nine in the morning and by eight o'clock at night, that item is on your doorstep. I was thinking about that this week and I was reminded of when I was a kid and how you'd see on the back of the cereal box that you could cut out the piece of cardboard on the back of the cereal box. You could send it off in an envelope and in six to eight weeks, you would receive a one inch plastic toy. Now often by the time you received the toy, you'd forgotten that you'd sent off for this said toy. Uh, but the reality that I discovered this week is that I no longer have the same patience that I used to. Uh, I've decided that uh, we are raising kids who don't have any idea what it means to wait for six to eight weeks for a one inch plastic toy. And I realized that Amazon and, and the ways that it has changed me in this nearly immediately immediate delivery system, it, it changes everything, right? And so has my cell phone, and so has my car, and so has the drive-through, as much as I hate to admit it. I mean, these are just some of the things that I come to expect and rely on. And I wonder if you too might have some things that you have come to expect and rely on. Maybe your list is similar to mine. You like Amazon. Maybe drop a comment in the comments and let us know. What do you expect? What do you rely on? Is it Amazon? Is it DoorDash? Is it gas at the gas station? Is it toilet paper on the shelves of the grocery store? And the reality of our lives is that those things are convenient and helpful and time-saving. And we can really feel a disruption in our lives when our expectations are unmet or just when they don't match reality. Like when the, the item on Amazon isn't prime, like, or when it actually takes more than two days for your item to get to you, or when Starbucks is out of oat milk, or when there isn't toilet paper on the grocery store shelves. Like, and those examples seem really frivolous, but we also know how annoyed we get when that really happens. And so we have these frivolous things, but there are also real hardships and trauma in life. It's the loss of a job, the loss of a relationship, broken promises, sickness, death, and we realize that our expectations aren't matching reality. And so today, on this Sunday after Thanksgiving, headed full steam toward Christmas, I want to pause and spend some time looking and thinking about our expectations as we head into this season. I want to press us toward examining our hearts before we get completely turned upside down in this beautiful and wonderful season because it really can be the most wonderful time of the year. But I think that we have to square up our expectations before we get into this season. We have to set some things as priorities as we move into this. And I want to take a look today at a story from the book of Luke. 
Now, the book of Luke was written by Luke, and what we know about this book is that Luke was interested in getting the details from eyewitness accounts. It was really important to him that the story be told from people who were as close to the action as possible. And so today, I want to take a look at the story of Zacchaeus, because I find Zacchaeus to be an example of a man who came looking for Jesus, to get a glimpse of this man who so many people had talked about. But he's a man with low expectations, and he walks away with so much more. Join me this morning as we head to Luke 19, starting at verse 1. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, He has gone to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor, and if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. As we consider the story of Zacchaeus, I find him to be a man whose expectations for the day unmatched what really happened. In this text, we learn that Zacchaeus is a chief tax collector, and this makes him a social outcast, hated by many people, and sure. And yet Jesus is on the road preaching his sermons, and he's gathered a large crowd, particularly for this teaching. And Zacchaeus, having heard of this Jesus from Nazareth, wants to see what this is all about. The crowd is large. He's a short man. He's also a social outcast, making it hard for him to see Jesus. You know, he doesn't have anybody saving him front row seats. And so Zacchaeus sets out to find Jesus. You know, as Zacchaeus got ready on this particular morning, I wonder what he had in mind. Jesus, by this time, has quite a following, and people wanted to hear what he had to say. And maybe this social outcast was just curious. What I imagine is that Zacchaeus expects to get to see Jesus, or at least hopes to get to see him. You know, Zacchaeus, he doesn't come expecting much, minimally just to see Jesus. Verse 3 says, he wanted to see who Jesus was. But because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. But here's the thing about Zacchaeus. He's eager and he's willing to do what it takes. And this puts him in a position to have an encounter with Jesus, low or non-existent as his expectations may have been. It puts him in the right place at the right time. In the same way for us, our curiosity and even our low expectations can put us in a position to have an encounter with Jesus. Maybe you're listening right now on the invitation of someone else or because you're visiting family members this weekend and they happen to have this live stream on. Maybe you are just curious about this Jesus thing and decided to tune in. Or maybe you can think back on your first encounter with Jesus. Maybe you're a follower of Jesus and you remember that when you first encountered Jesus, you weren't expecting much either. 
Maybe it was curiosity or just being polite. Or maybe you came looking for Jesus because you'd heard what others had to say. You heard that he brought peace in the midst of chaos. You heard that he heals broken hearts or that he restores marriages. Maybe there's a part of you that just wants to know if that's really true. And it is this curiosity and this pursuit that leads us to a place where we can get close enough to Jesus. Positionally, Zacchaeus needed to be somewhere close enough to where Jesus was so that he could receive an invitation. And to the shock of everyone, including Zacchaeus, Jesus wants to hang out with Zacchaeus. Verse 5 says, When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, He has gone to be with the guest of a sinner. Zacchaeus coming in with low expectations to just see Jesus is totally blown away when Jesus calls him down from the tree. The social outcast, the sinner, he's called out of the tree and into relationship with Jesus. And that invitation from Jesus is a reminder that in the same way Jesus invites himself over to Zacchaeus' house, Jesus wants to hang out with you. Surprised as you may be, blown away as you may be, hiding as you may have tried to do, Jesus is calling to you wherever you are, and he's inviting himself into relationship with you. If you are, consider yourself far from God, he's, he wants to be in relationship with you. Maybe you're a follower of Jesus, a seasoned Christian, and to you I would say that he wants renewed and continued relationship with you. And it's in and through relationship that Jesus does his best work. And that's what we see in the text is that Zacchaeus is transformed by relationship and by Jesus' presence. There's no talk of Jesus bringing up Zacchaeus' past sins or a discussion about Zacchaeus having to do a public apology. It's simply by being in the presence of Jesus that brings about change in Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, who eagerly went looking for Jesus, expecting some small glimpse or maybe just a good sermon, he leaves with a transformed life. Verse 8 says, But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor, and if I've cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. And so it is with us. We are transformed when we come into Jesus' presence. Not just once or not just at the time when we first give our lives to Jesus, but by the regular, steady presence of Jesus. His invitation and his presence through the power of the Holy Spirit that calls us to live in our God-given mission. And so this is my reminder to you this morning. As we engage the story of Jesus in this season, we want to come with expectation. It's expectation leading to invitations, leading to transformation. Because when we come with expectation, little as it may be, God often gives us something better. And for Zacchaeus, Jesus comes with something better than he expected. 
On that day, Zacchaeus gains salvation, not a car or a new job or a new wife, because sometimes our expectations are too little, but sometimes our expectations are too extra outside of what God wants for us. But for Zacchaeus, his life is different. He'll be different moving forward. The people around him will be changed because of this encounter. The ripple effect has the potential to be huge. And Jesus demonstrates that he is in the business of taking our little expectations and giving us so much more. And here's the thing. It all starts when Zacchaeus decides to show up. You know, Zacchaeus has a lot of things working against him. He's a hated tax collector. He obviously doesn't have any friends. He's a social outcast. He's probably heard it over and over again that he is not welcome wherever the people are. There's a lot of real stuff working against Zacchaeus showing up on this particular day. And yet he shows up. And I would guess that if we were to survey the crowd, that Zacchaeus and the people around, everyone else, was pretty glad that he showed up, that he pushed through and had this encounter. Maybe we're not so different from Zacchaeus. Are you pressing through some things to show up and get proximate with Jesus? There are likely lots of things working against you showing up. And in this holiday season, the list might get even longer. Maybe you resonate with some of the same things we see here in Zacchaeus' story. Maybe you feel like an outcast in some sense of the word. Maybe you feel like your sins are too great and that whatever you've done or whatever you're currently doing is too much for Jesus to want to be in relationship with you. Maybe it's a timing thing. Maybe that quiet, proximate time with Jesus and personal devotion and prayer. Maybe you're just too busy. It's too hard to make the time to do it. Or maybe you're not loving this screen thing. By Sunday, you're tired and you're all screened out. And maybe you think, well, no one will really miss me anyway. Or maybe you're dealing with pain and heartache and it just feels like too much to try and get proximate with Jesus. You're tired. You're burned out. You've heard it all before. You know the Advent story. You know what's happening in the church worlds during these next few weeks. You can just sort of check out. You're overbooked. You're overwhelmed. Well, I would say you're in good company. We are all like Zacchaeus in that we have to work against the things that will keep us away, the things that will keep us from getting close to Jesus, things like personal time with Jesus, small groups, church services like this one. These are some of the ways, these are some of the patterns and the regular rhythms that we use to get closer to Jesus. And in this season, I'm, I want to encourage you to be like Zacchaeus, pressing through the crowds, climbing up trees just to get close to Jesus. Because I think Jesus has invitation and transformation waiting for us in this season. And so my question to you today is, what would it look like for you to pursue Jesus and show up during the next few weeks? Instead of checking out and listing all the really good reasons for not showing up or the really good reasons for not being your best self to the people who live with you and who do life with you? What if you came with expectation? Even just the little expectation like Zacchaeus. Perhaps we would all find ourselves surprised by the ways we might be transformed when we show up when we show up as a people on mission to love God 
and love people. And so in the next few weeks, I want to encourage you to come with expectation. Come with expectation this Christmas season so that we can see what Jesus has for us. Let me pray. Father God, we just thank you for the opportunity to join together. And Lord, as we enter into this season and this holiday season, Lord, would you just overwhelm us with your presence? Would you make us like Zacchaeus, willing to eagerly chase after you, to climb up trees to get close to you, to press through crowds, to press through the hard stuff, Lord, just to be in your presence? Would you remind us that you're inviting us in? Would you remind us of the transformation that only you can provide? In Jesus' name, amen.